welcome once again to Precept on Spirit Brood Podcast. I'm Reverend Dr. Tim Liu, and it's my pleasure uh, to come your way one more time this morning, day 28 of Precept, day 28 of studying the Bible, line upon line, precepts upon precepts, going through the New Testament. Uh, it's exactly four weeks today since we started, and I believe you have been tremendously blessed today will not be an exception uh, in the name of jesus christ we started with matthew chapter 1 we have studied verse 1 verse 2 verse 3 and now we're on verse 4 matthew chapter 1 verse 4 and aram begat aminadab and aminadab begat nason and nason begat salmon we began to talk about nason a few days ago and uh, one of the things that we established was according to jewish history it is known that nason was the first to step into the red sea when the children of israel were to cross uh over uh from egypt and um we also saw uh, according to the Jewish history, that the sea had not parted when Nason stepped in. It was just at the impulse of God's word. And uh, uh, when the water got to the level of his nose, the thing gave way and the whole of Israel walked through. As Moses uh, stretched forth his rod. Now, when we look at the record of that story in the Bible, uh exodus chapter 14 from verse 15 to 16 the lord said to moses why do you cry unto me speak to the children of israel that they go forward lift up your rod stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it and the children of israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea uh, according to the biblical record of this story in exodus chapter 14 uh Nason's name was not mentioned at all. There was no mention of his name. There was no mention of what he did and all of that. It was just, you know, Moses, God, and everyone else was just the children of Israel. Now, let me ask you a question. What will happen when you are not the star of the show? Apparently, Moses was the star of the show. He was the one who stretched forth his rod and then the sea divided. There was no mention of Nason's name. What will you do if you are not the man of the moment? Can you play second fiddle or a numberless fiddle and remain faithful without breaking ranks, without kicking, without fighting, without insisting that your name must be mentioned? Now, don't forget that Moses wrote the book of Exodus. Don't forget. So it was Moses that wrote the story and Moses left out his name in this grand story of the exodus of the children of israel from egypt just imagine it a bit that you were nation you were in that situation moses had lifted his rod and said you people walk go forward you looked at the sea it was still a sea nobody was willing to move then you took a step of faith and as you marched into the sea one step after the other the water was swallowing you up, got to the level of your nose, and then a strong wind came from the Lord and parted the sea, and everyone rushed in after you. Imagine that that was the story, and then Moses is writing this story, and he leaves your name out. What will you do? 
Will you be comfortable with not being acknowledged, not being recognized, not be uh, that you were not given a special place, an honorable mention or whatever it is? How will you feel? Must you always be the star of the show? Or you can simply be in the background and still remain faithful? Must you always be in the forefront? You know, there are some people, if they are not in the forefront, then they power down. They want to shine when you put them in front, when all eyes are on them. All eyes were not on nation in this story. And as I'm talking, I'm talking about ministry, I'm talking about your workplace, I'm talking about family life. Can you be a silent achiever? Or you care so much about who gets the accolades? Can you remain faithful when you are not being appreciated? See, when God wants to build a man, the reward for faithfulness is more responsibility. Because the more faithful you are, the more it builds your capacity and the more God can trust you with more. So if you want to see the reward for faithfulness, it is trust, being trusted with more responsibilities. When you are being trusted with more responsibilities, it is a sign that you are faithful. But some people kick when they get more responsibility. How will you be giving me more responsibility? The ones I've been doing, have you given me the recognition? Have you given me the appreciation? Have you given me the payment? You see, some people, the things that they do, they do it for the appreciation. Some do it for the recognition. Some do it for payment. Give me something in return. Those that work for recognition want people to know. Let people know I am the one. Tell them. So they want to be popular. They are doing it for the popularity. Those that want appreciation, they want people to speak, to to say kind words to them, to, you know, appreciate them and make them feel good about what they have done. Those ones are servicing their pride, their ego. And those that are looking for payment, they are looking for something material reward for the things that they have done. They are looking, give me something in return. Those ones are working for their pockets. So let me ask you, are you working for popularity? The things you do for God, the things you do for other people around you, are you doing it for the popularity? Are you doing it for the pride? Are you doing it for your pocket? Or are you doing it for purpose? Your service in the house of God, your dedication at your workplace, Oh, yes, somebody say, well, at my workplace, what else am I supposed to be working for? Am I not, am I not, am I not supposed to, to, to just be working for the pay? No, that is not what the Bible teaches us as Christians. The dignity of work as far as a believer is concerned is beyond the pay. God is interested in those who don't care, who care less about the recognition, about the appreciation, about the payment. God is looking for men that are just passionate about God, dedicated to his will with reckless abandon. If you read Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 6, 
says we should not walk with eye service or as men pleasers but as servants of christ doing the will of god from the heart verse 8 knowing that whatsoever good thing any man does the same shall he receive of the lord whether he be bond or free paul was talking here to those who were slaves who were servants and he was telling them whatever you do for your boss don't do it just to please your boss don't do it with eye service. Do it with the mindset that you are a servant of Christ and anything you do in that workplace, God will reward you for it. Don't think God will reward you only for the things you do in church. No, 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 no. Your attitude to work is part of what God will evaluate and he will reward you for it. In the work of ministry, most especially, just love upon God with reckless abandon that you are willing to dedicate your time, dedicate your resources, dedicate your talents. I remember the story of this guy. I've said this story before. <laughs> it was um it was in the in the what was it called now? Audio room. He was in charge of the sound engine in the church, running around to fix all the microphones, the wires and all of that and they had this place they call engine room so i've come very early to the church maybe an hour two hours before the service fix all the wires and everything the microphones get them ready then it goes into the audio room and throughout the service is moving from one thing to the other inside the audio room making sure that the service is perfect from when the choir is ministering where the pastor is preaching different times in the service it's just you know making sure the sounds are perfect and the first year they did an award ceremony in the church and the uh, worker of the year was somebody in the choir uh, the following year worker of the year someone in the ushering department following year worker of the year and worker of the year every year they kept you know and it seemed that um they practically forgot about him. In fact, by the time they are reading uh, appreciation to all the workers in church for your dedication and they are calling names, they don't call his name. Apparently because people don't even see him during the service. So it was very easy to miss out, uh, to miss out his name. And I think around the fifth year that he has been doing this hard work, they had this award ceremony again and this young man was prepared. I will show them my importance in this church today. So they began, they started all the appreciation, mentioned the names of all the workers. They didn't mention his name. Said now to the worker of the year and all of that. And as they were about to announce, he began to switch off all the sounds and everything. And people were shocked. Then he took a mic and came out. So I just wanted you guys to know that I'm also here. And my work is so important. What I do has been overlooked for a long time. Now, that guy wanted to be the star of the show. He didn't learn or he, 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 he has not, you know, come to that place where Nashon was. Who didn't care? Who got the accolade or who didn't get the accolade? Nashon could easily have started fighting Moses. Because imagine, Moses was actually the one that wrote the story. And Moses made himself the star of the story. He would have picked up issues with Moses. But there was no record of that. So I'm asking you again, beloved, what will you do if you are not the star of the show? 
Are you comfortable playing second fiddle or a numberless fiddle as far as God's purpose and agenda is concerned? What will you do if you are not made the man of the moment? Are you doing all that you are doing so that men will recognize you, so that men will appreciate you, so that men will pay you? Or you are doing it just for the honor of God? Galatians chapter 1 verse 10, Paul said, if, and if, For do I now persuade men of God? Or do I speak to please men? If I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Are you a man pleaser or are you a servant of Christ? Are you working for your ego or you are working for God? Let me tell you one thing. If men don't know your worth, or if men fail to acknowledge your worth, don't bother. The question is, does God know your worth? If yes, that's enough. If God knows your worth, I can assure you at the end of the day, it won't matter whether people know your worth or acknowledge it or not. People will find out about you someday, just as we are finding out about nation now. Yes, people will eventually find out about your exploits. Your exploits will not be lost in history. Just play your role. Don't break ranks. Don't seek to be in the forefront. We are in a generation where everybody wants to be in the front. Everybody wants to start a ministry. Everybody wants to be a CEO. Everybody. I mean, it just looks like people are pumped up with, you know, big positions or big titles or big names and whatever, even when they are not doing anything serious. But you see, just keep being faithful on this journey. At the end of the day, it won't matter how much men recognize you or not. See, there are people that men recognize that God does not reckon with. Exploits on heart is different from how God rates exploits from the lens of eternity. There are people that we have built monuments for on the earth, named airports after, named universities after, named major roads after, and all of these named cities after. But before God, they were nothing. And there were men that we didn't even recognize, men that we didn't even know, but in heaven they are being celebrated every day. What will be your own story? What will be your own story? See, I'm not saying that God cannot bless you with fame. I'm not saying that God cannot bless you with money. I'm not saying that God cannot bless you with, you know, men and all of that that are appreciating you here and there. What I'm saying is this, that should never be your focus. And it should never be a problem if you are not getting it. If it's a problem that you are not getting it, then it definitely is your focus. Do you realize that E.W. Kenyon was not popular in his lifetime? I read somewhere that his largest congregation was either 200 or 300 while he was alive. But his books have gone to the end of the world today. There is no serious believer who has not interacted with anything from E.W. Kenyon. Many of Kenneth Higgins' books were built on the things he fed upon from E.W. Kenyon's books. Do you remember uh, Dr. Paul Yongicho of Blessed Memory who built the largest church in the world? The place where he built that church many years before then, God spoke to a woman. And took her to that spot and said, on this spot, I will raise the largest church on the earth. And the woman prayed daily on that spot. And when Dr. Yongicho went to plant the church there, the woman told him, say, I've been coming here. I've been coming here to pray because God spoke to me. That was a silent achiever. As I said the story, I don't even know her name. But it will take only a few clicks online for the name to pop up. 
listen even if you are not celebrated now even if people don't recognize you now don't bother about it you just be faithful to god your compensation is not here and like i said people will eventually find out it's just a matter of time just be faithful don't let that become your focus Kenneth Hagin's books, none of them were written by Kenneth Hagin himself. It was a woman who, trans- trans- who decided to transcribe his teachings into books. Only God knows what position of fiddle that woman played. She was not the star of the show. She didn't put her name prominently displayed in any of the books. None, 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 none. None. But just like Nason, we know them today. We hear their stories. They inspire us. Will you be that kind of a man too? Don't be passionate about, you know, receiving the glory to yourself and, uh, you know, being acknowledged and all of that. Don't seek to be the star of the show. Don't stick to be, don't seek rather to be the man of the moment. Let God take all the glory. And whoever he chooses to put in the forefront, don't struggle position with anybody. Don't break ranks. Stay in your place. Can you own a vision without stealing it? God is looking for such men. It's just like the story of Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 3. When God told him to ask for a thing and he asked for for, uh, understanding to discern judgment. God said, because you have asked this thing, you didn't ask for riches, you didn't ask for long life, you didn't ask for the life of your enemies. Ah, said, I will give you what you have asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding ah, so that nobody before you, after you said, but I will also give you that which you did not ask for, riches and honor. That thing that you are not looking for, God will eventually give you if you are looking for the right thing. But if you pursue wrong things, oh, you miss out on what is important. You miss out on real value. This is my word to you today. This is my message for you today. This is what we are learning from the story of Nason today. Don't seek to be the man of the moment. Don't seek to be the star of the show. Just seek to please God. Just seek to be faithful. Just seek to do your best. Just seek to contribute to your quota. And be content doing that. Don't do things to service your pride or your popularity or your pocket. Just do it for the sake of your purpose. What is God's purpose in this matter? I'm doing it to service the purpose of God. And see how God will reward you. Till tomorrow when I come your way one more time. I commend you to God and I call you blessed. Shalom. Did you know that Reverend Dr. Temulolo Ali is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him? Visit ordainedcoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial part of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. 
We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth you have heard today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly.